The following program has been furnished and paid for by Kevin Seven Financial Services, and KSCV is not responsible for its content or the products or services offered. Welcome to Your Finances with Kevin Seven here on KSEV, a show about finance and retirement planning. Now, here's CPA John Henry and Kevin Seven. Welcome to Your Finances with Kevin Seven. I'm John Henry, and this is the first episode of Your Finances with Kevin Seven. Our host and financial advisor, is Mr. Kevin Coogley, MBA and CPRC. Congratulations on your new show, Kevin. Well, thanks. We're going to try to help as many people as possible here. We're going to take phone calls here at KSEV 700 AM. And ironically, the name of my firm is Kevin7, K-E-V-I-N-S, and the number 7, Kevin7.com. So yeah, it's going to be a fun time. We are going to take phone calls and and so anybody who has a question can call us at 281-558-5738. That's the KSEV phone number here in the studio. And there's two of us, the, me, the financial advisor, my name is Kevin, and John Henry, who is a CPA. Uh, that's right, Kevin. I'm excited to be here. Uh, really pleased uh, to guest host on your inaugural episode. Uh, I'm... Uh, a CPA who's worked in industry, that means working in companies, for the last uh, some several decades. I've worked in the telecommunications industry and also in the staffing industry, so I'm real familiar with basic business operations. I'm not quite so familiar, though, with retirement concepts, and so uh, I'm going to be asking Kevin some questions about those, and I, I hope they're enlightening to our listeners Uh, as they'll be enlightening to me. The phone number is 281-558-5738, and we would love to have your calls. And first of all, uh, Kevin, I have a question. Uh, You uh, you have, after your name, MBA and CRPC. Uh, I'm familiar with MBA. I, I actually have an MBA, too, from U of H, 1982. Uh, tell me about CPRC. Yeah, CRPC stands for Chartered Retirement Planning Counselor. So it's a specialization that is a designation that was given by the College of Financial Planning where somebody like me who focuses on retirement for individuals, that uh, is a designation that I have. Now, you've been uh, working on retirement, uh, helping people with their financial planning and getting to retirement for over 26 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's a long time. What, yeah. can you, why don't you track a little bit, uh, just part of your ca- career, I know, that's, I know 20, you can't summarize 26 years in <laughs> one minute, but just give us an overview. Well, I'll tell you, I'm originally from Knoxville, Tennessee, but I grew up in Texas and wound up going back to the University of Tennessee so, uh, yeah, proud to be here in Texas. And, you know, the, uh, the, by the way, for any of you Aggies out there who are going to Knoxville, Tennessee, Sam Houston Road is right there at the airport. You should check that out. 
But so, yeah, I started my career here in Houston in 1997 and focused on retirement 401k rollovers. I was with uh, Merrill Lynch here for nine years, then went to J.P. Morgan Chase, where I uh, went to uh, California and was a uh, financial advisor with them. There was an acquisition back then. Is back in 2008, J.P. Morgan acquired Washington Mutual. Some of our listeners may remember that, but I, I, I transferred out there. They allowed me to transfer out there to do the executive MBA there at uh, USC Marshall in Los Angeles. Uh, so one of the, um, you know, I've listened to KSEV for a long time. I'm, I'm a longtime Houstonian. My whole business career has been in Houston, and uh, KSEV is a fantastic station. And one of my favorite things to do in the afternoon uh, years ago was listen to a man named Dave Ramsey. Have oh, you yeah. had any any contact with Dave Ramsey? Oh yeah, he, there's actually a picture of us, me, Dave, and Rachel, on the uh, on the website kevin7.com, and ironically, they're both University of Tennessee graduates too. And yeah, he's he was here on KSEV for many years, and I think now he's mostly on. Um, XM satellite, one of the the big radios satellite stations, and so yeah, he he has these baby step principles that uh, I still go by today, and um, so we I still work with him as a smart vester pro with uh, with within his organization. Yes. So you're one of the uh, people that he refers to. So in other words, if you if you uh, uh, inquire with Dave Ramsey for a referral, you might come up as one of the people. Yes, potentially. Oh, fantastic. Well, that, I know he uh, only works with people of the highest repute. Now, when you think Tennessee and Texas, uh, there was a famous Tennessean who was in Congress, and he said, and I'm not going to say it on the air. <laughs> he said, gentlemen, you may go to H. Yes. As for myself, I will go to Texas. Did you? Uh, did oh, you? Yeah. Did you Davey leave Crockett? There did, you go. Did you leave Tennessee with a similar flourish? Or? Well, I still go back and pull for the Vols, but uh, yeah, I uh, I love Texas, and I've spent most of my life in Texas. You, you know, when you talk about retirement, uh, there, I'm I'm thinking stratification by age groups, and I you know I'm not so uh, ancient that I don't remember the way I was when I was forty or thirty or or 50. And to many people, retirement sounds, it's like they they hardly even can imagine at 65 or 67, 68, 69, Things are going to change at your place of employment. Right. There, there are, you know, age discrimination is not legal, but, you know, the fact of the matter is that, uh, that many employers will uh, uh, eye, you, eye you askance, and you will find yourself uh, uh, possibly being downsized, possibly being replaced. And, you, and all of a sudden you say, hey, my retirement is here. Mm-hmm. And and you're and there you are. There you are. Uh, a lot of time, couples will have one member of the of the partnership that's very forward looking in retirement. Another member of the partnership that's less forward looking in retirement. Mm-hmm. When you start to work with people, is it like too late, or do you get this ideal thirty nine, forty year old couple who say? 
you know, we, we understand 25 years from now that, that retirement is coming. Or, or am I dreaming that these people would walk into your office and plan carefully for 25 years before they get to retirement? Yeah, it's never too early to start retirement planning or financial planning. And I've really made that the, the cornerstone of how I work with people. And you, it's just, it's a lot more than retirement planning, too. You, we talk about the investments, we talk about insurance, education, the estate, tax planning, and liability management. So, but the whole cornerstone is financial planning. The whole point of that is to be able to see what kind of retirement that you'll have, what kind of an income stream can you have once you hit your goal date of retirement. And we take into account any Social Security that you may have or any pensions you may have, and then we streamline that and go from there. Yeah. There, were, there was a period of time when, you know, a pension was not uncommon. Right. Uh, uh, that was really pre-Reagan, yep. you know, and I, I'm not 70s, saying 80s. Reagan cut that, but the, the fact is that once we had 401ks, we were able to basically take control of our own pension. Mm-hmm. Now, when you have airline pilots, teachers, uh, uh, railroad mm-hmm. uh, workers uh, who, who have these, quote, rich pensions. So when they, you know, say they make 80000 a year uh, at the end of their career, and they're going to retire with maybe sixty, sixty-five, seventy thousand dollars $70,000. Do you see that much anymore? No, unfortunately, you know, it's the pensions have gone away. Most corporations, most major corporations have done away with pensions, and you're just left with your 401k. Unless you're in a union or you work for a government, whether it be state, local, or federal, then you have pensions. And it's uh, so it's, it's more important than ever that people out there look and, and try to get some kind of an advice, some kind of advice, right, to, to help them create their own pension. A lot of people have assets in their retirement accounts, but they don't know how to create that in income stream. And that's, that's kind of how we work with people. You know, I guess the the bad news of not having a pension is that you do have Social Security. Many times pensions will mean pretty much by definition that you don't get Social Security. So while you may be getting, uh, say you you get $5,000 per month in a railroad pension in um, in in. yeah. With without a pension, you get Social Security, which is maybe twenty five hundred a month. So it's not like you need to make up five thousand a month in retirement in retirement monthly income. You really need to make up about two thousand or twenty five hundred per month in in monthly income. Uh, it, it's uh, I took a a personal financial planning overview uh, in the course of CPA education and. They had a person there who had software that would put in a bunch of assumptions like how much you could save, how old you were, what interest rates were, how many children you had, whether you went to public school. In other words, all these multitudinous yep. uh, variables of, of, a, of a couple or a single person in life. And then they would say, well, you need to save blah, blah, blah to, you know, to get to retirement. Uh, that is a, uh, you know, I, th- I think that's the out the framework, 
but but like how do, how do you really work with couples? Yeah, we have a fantastic financial. Whenever we onboard somebody, it's free. They bring on they they can link all of their accounts so that they can if they need to, they can create a budget. It links there. If they Fidelity is the biggest provider in the 401k space, right? Whether it be a 401k or a 403b. So our financial planning software links all of their accounts so that we can see everything real time. And it's totally dynamic. So that means if they get a raise in the future, if they choose to save more in the future, all of that is fed into their financial plan. So years ago, it wasn't as, you know, back when I started in the industry in the 90s, 97. It, the, the financial planning software didn't do that, but now it's it's really cool. It's mo- much more sophisticated. People actually enjoy looking at their financial plan and, and keeping their their assets and their inputs up to date in that. And because it, it's, a, it's a nice feeling uh, to be able to see it when it when it works out, right? So you have a kind of a portal where your customers can log on yes. and uh, tell tell us a little bit about that. I I, yeah. I don't recall that. Yeah, yeah. You could go to Kevin's Seven K E V I N S the number seven dot com, and there's actually a button where you can sign up for a financial plan and start inputting your financial plan information, or you can schedule an appointment. Might be the easiest way with us, and you can uh, we can walk you through that. Our, our Phone number is eight seven seven Kevin seven, right? So, so even prior to even talking to you, they can go on and sketch something yeah, out on at, absolutely at Kevin seven dot com. That's K E V I N S seven dot com, and I'm I'm really trying to pronounce that S at the end of Kevin's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Kevin's seven, and um, and your phone number one eight seven seven K E V I N S seven. Uh, now, the phone co- uh, phone number to call in, if you want to call in, ask Kevin a question. It's 281-558-5738. We'll be back on the other side of the break. Having a hard time knowing what kind of income you may expect in retirement? Kevin Seven is a financial planning firm. We take you from financial confusion to financial confidence. A financial plan takes into account what you're making, spending, and saving, and forecasts that into the future. Call us at 877-KEVIN-7. That's 877-538-4677. We can schedule an appointment for you via Zoom, phone, or even in person. Or visit us on our website at kevin7.com, K-E-V-I-N-S, the number 7.com. Catch Chris X Radio weekdays at 4. Stanford University professor Dr. Gary Nolan says that not only do aliens exist, they're here on Earth today. Before you jump to conclusions, he also worked for the CIA and developed medical issues after alleged contact with UFOs. Maybe the truth is out there. I've seen the life on this planet, Scully, and that is exactly why I'm looking elsewhere. Chris X Radio, weekdays 4 till 6, right here on The Voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Welcome back to Your Finances with Kevin Coogley. 
Kevin's web address is kevins7.com. That's K-E-V-I-N-S 7.com. Phone number 1-877-KEVINS-7 or 877-538-4677. You can give us a call at 281-558-5738 and ask your personal finance planning or retirement question to Kevin Coogley, who is an MBA and a CPRC with 26 years of experience. And Kevin, I, I have a question. In uh, When I was a controller at a company, uh, a lady in the, um, you know, in our company said she needed to do, she needed to withdraw from her IRA. What's, you know, or, or from, excuse me, from our, our profit sharing plan, mm-hmm. our 401k profit sharing plan. And I said, oh, well, you know, if you withdraw from your profit sharing plan, you know, you'll have to pay a 10% penalty, perhaps, and, mm-hmm. and the taxes. And she said, uh, no, no, I don't have to because I'm 60. And I said, well, why? What, you know, what's the deal with that? Was, yeah. was she right? So, yeah, actually, after age 59 and a half, you can still be employed with a company or a nonprofit for that matter, and you can roll your funds into an IRA, and you can also take money out without the 10% penalty. Now, it's always best, it's always best to do the, take money whenever you're funding something, take it out of your non-retirement accounts first, because you're giving up tax, future tax-deferred growth in your retirement account that you already have, right? So, as Einstein said, one of the most powerful entities in the universe is the power of compounding. Money compounds faster in a retirement account that is tax-deferred. I thought you were going to say uh, the most powerful <laughs> powerful uh, <laughs> force in the universe was the ability of a government to tax. Yeah, that but, <laughs> but, but I, uh, you, you had a more positive spin on it there. Uh, the... the uh, uh, if you, uh, you know, we were visiting about so many people, I mean, millions and millions of people around the United States have funds in a 401k uh, or a 403b. And a mm-hmm. 403b would be a, a teacher's yeah, retirement account. Yeah. And then there's a similar type of nomenclature for federal government. And yeah, that one's a 457. If you work for... A government, it's you've got usually you have two options and you can fund both options at the same time. You can fund a, a government 457 account and you can fund a government for uh, a, the nonprofit side of it, the 403B account. So, is, is, you know, what percentage of, of your interfacing with, with your clients has to do with managing their, uh, their, deferred, their qualified deferred plan, their 403B or their 401k. Yeah, that's a, that's a big part of it. It doesn't matter how early you it is for you to start. You just start as early as possible. You can, if you're under the age of 50 this year, in 2023, you can contribute up to 22500 into your retirement plan for your employer. If you're 50 or over, you can do another seventy five hundred, 
So yes, that's thirty thousand dollars. Now people, we we recommend people start out with at least fifteen percent, and it's just an automatic deduction. So you get an immediate benefit. You don't have to pay the federal income tax on that money. If you're starting a four hundred one k for the first time, you set it up, send fifteen percent to your four hundred one k, four hundred three b, or four fifty seven. So those are a lot of numbers, right? But those numbers just represent any retirement plan for an employer. You want to have your retirement plan, if possible, go automatically from your paycheck into the retirement plan. So it's on autopilot. One of the deals that I worked with when I was working for uh, small companies is that the owner at the toward the end of the year would think, hmm, I've made, you know, $180,000 this year. And at the time, the most you could contribute was maybe Mm $13,000. You know, it it sounds to, you know, the numbers you just gave were news to me because Mm. they've doubled. Yeah. And so, so far, I've only contributed 8,000 to my 401k. Do you you help people get to where the, the last couple of paychecks of the year, they can have the the retirement, the amount changed so they can really max out at the end of the year and then maybe make an adjustment for the subsequent year so they can maybe spread that that uh, maximum amount, amount more ratably over the year. Yeah, we always help people through their financial plan implement into action how much they should be saving. Usually it's a conference call into the employer retirement plan. And then so the, the way that it works usually is you want to max out your employer retirement plan. Now, we have a lot of self-employed people, small business owners, and they can also put money into what's called a SEP account, a, a self-employed pension account, okay? And then they can put money in that, and uh, it's the same thing. It's kind of like an IRA on steroids where they can get the immediate deduction as, as long as they're self-employed. Right? Now, those limits are a little higher, right? Yes, yeah, so uh, an SEP or self-employment or what's it called? Uh, self-employed, self-employed pension. Self-employed yeah. pension. All right. Okay. It's not a pension, but it's uh, but that's that's the the name uh, the title of it. Yeah. Uh, what uh, now? Once you get your money, this is a big topic, and we're just going to touch on it here. You know, you might want to call with a question at two eight one five five eight five seven three eight. For a, a question for Kevin Coogley, uh, MBA, uh, CPRC, and uh, but once you get your money into a retirement plan, what do you do then? Like, what about asset allocation? Yeah, so asset allocation typically, you know, I mean, getting back to how you contribute, typically you want to do your employer plan first. Then, if you're eligible for a Roth, then you would do a Roth or a traditional IRA on top of that. But as far as asset allocation goes. You know, it's the basics of asset allocation is a basic asset allocation is three things, cash, stocks, bonds, and bonds are synonymous usually with fixed income. So you look at, depending on how old you are or how far away you are from retirement, the more you lean into the risk stocks. So you you go into stocks if you're in your 20s, the majority of your asset allocation would be stocks. If you're closer to retirement, you would be in something more protected, potentially fixed income or cash, right? And by the way, right now, cash rates are as good as they were back when I came into the industry in the late 90s. They haven't been up this high right now. We have a a money market rate that pays 5.2%. 
let's just good. let's just talk talk about that for a second. So if you have a hundred k in an account, five uh, percent of a hundred k is five thousand yeah. a yep. year, right? So yep. that's in that six thousand. Um, wait, five thousand. It's like four forty eight hundred a month. Excuse me. Yeah. What's five thousand a year divided by twelve? It's yeah, four or five hundred a month. Yeah, four five hundred. It, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, you know, it's some real money. Yep. And that's for basically risk-free, uh, money market fund, instantly liquid, instantly liquid. liquid I, I messed liquid, up yeah. the word liquid, but <laughs> like when you when you go in, liquidity is real important. And you may think, well, maybe it's more important outside of an IRA than inside of an IRA, but in uh, or a, a deferred plan like a four hundred one k. But if you, but that's amazing to be able to get five percent uh, risk-free, one hundred percent liquid the next day. You know, you don't yeah. have to wait two and a half weeks to get your money right. like you might with the CD or two and a half months. Right. So, so that that's a huge sea change. Yeah, Good for big the, time. Since Obama, yep. we've only been getting by we the you know the the account holders have only been getting you know point two five point five percent if we were lucky. Yep. And now they're up there. They're up there by ten times. Yep. Yes, it's it's a. Uh, and CDs are the same way. You can lock it in a little bit longer if you think rates are going to come down. We actually, I I don't think that the Fed is going to raise rates this month in June. Uh, they have a Fed Fed's funds futures market that you can look at, and actually a month from now is when they price in the next guess on the Fed raising interest rates. So uh, the. Um, the reason that's being is they're still trying to fight off inflation. So they're going to continue to raise rates, although not that much, I don't believe. So, yeah, that's another risk. People don't really think of inflation risk. And now a mm -hmm. lot of people mm -hmm. are learning the hard way about inflation risk. And so that's why it's always important to, to do stocks where, if it's, if it's possible, wherever you can to offset that's the stock market or the S&P 500 just so everybody knows the S&P is a standard and poor 500 largest stocks and it's one of the larger indexes like the Dow that you can buy into in your employer retirement plan and this has always been the greatest way to offset inflation right so now it's a little bit different for somebody who's retired right but as you are accumulating assets, we call it the accumulation phase. If you're in 30s, 40s, and you're putting money away, you want it to be at a higher value down the road, and you can stomach the volatility in the markets. That's, that's the way to go so that you can offset that inflation risk. Because inflation risk is very real, and a lot of people don't understand it. And, or they haven't understand it until I learned it the last year or two, right? I uh, I forgot to mention the bad news about the higher interest rates yeah. is inflation. And, we you know, we had deflation after the Great Recession of 2008. We yep. had uh, we had uh, oil uh, oil go to thirty dollars a barrel in December 2008. And, you know, you could buy gas for a dollar five. Uh, and and of course, that was a different time. And, and people were. You know, you pick your poison. You know, you have you have inflation. Well, you have higher interest rates. If you yep. have if you have assets, you can earn money on those higher interest rates. You know, while hopefully paying for the in, inflated inflated goods and services. But yep. 
uh, right now we're in a uh, we're really in a in a situation where compared to sometimes in my life where you know a, a, you know five percent interest rates are earning you know four to eight percent inflation that you know as far as I'm concerned that ain't bad for an economy and you you uh, uh, you have uh, anyway it's it's uh, you know, yeah. risk-free five percent. Now, now I have a question. You mentioned Fidelity being a a a popular uh, custodian for uh, for uh, retirement funds, and I, I happen to use actually yep. I, I use Fidelity and Vanguard. Uh, so uh, uh, now, if someone calls you and say, "Hey, I need help with my retirement," and you know, you have this employer-sponsored plan that puts the money in Fidelity or ING mm-hmm. or or New York Life or something like that. Uh, can you help them manage f- from their uh, from their current um, custodian or 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 what? How, there, how there does that are work? ways to do it inside of the current custodian? Although it's a lot easier if we wind up being the custodian, we meaning my broker dealer or brokerage company. It's called LPL Financial. And essentially, you know, it's, it's another name for a big brokerage company like a Merrill or a Morgan Stanley. And we're totally independent. So, yeah, we can you can roll over the fidelity. You can still be working as long as you're the age of 59 and a half. You can still be working and you can roll that money into an IRA. And then we can implement your financial plan into action based on the plan and, and what it's telling us the outcome is and so that is really the foundation and the cornerstone of everything that we do as a financial planning. So we're doing it just not based on feeling or anything. We're doing it based on the arithmetic and the numbers of what the financial plan is stating. So it's a lot more, it's a lot easier once you have your assets in an IRA rather than a 401k because you can do virtually any kind of investment choice inside of an IRA, whereas you're limited usually inside of your company employer retirement plan. Right? I, I forgot about that. That's absolutely right. In other words, uh, in a in a company retirement plan, you cannot buy Exxon stock. You have to buy That's the right, yeah. you have to buy an oil sector fund. Mm-hmm. If if you can even do that. Right. You you usually have the choice and you know, and of course things may have changed in the last three or four years, but uh, a uh, you know a five hundred and fours uh, excuse me, an S P five hundred proxy international proxy uh you you may be able to go in certain you know international funds like you know korea and mm-hmm. japan or uh but and sometimes they can really spread that out to maybe 16 choices right but in in um uh, and i'm i'm sure kevin can work with that it's uh but but in um in an ira you are pretty much unlimited. You can buy yeah. any equity, any yeah, I, I don't private equity. Yeah, private equity is something that you, that you can do inside of public. The difference between public and private, right? A public company is one that you see um, that is publicly traded and is governed by the SEC. You can also do private equity, and so there's a, we we use a private equity manager that was up eight percent last year. So people were making money last year. Also, there's something called uh, structured notes. And if people want to limit their downside or completely negate the downside, you can go into 
a structured note. Now, whenever you do that, there's always trade-offs. If you are limiting your downside or you're completely uh, – if you, you can minimize it or you completely eliminate the downside, it's going to hurt – It's going the trade-off is the upside It's not going to be as much, and you're only going to participate on the upside. So that's uh, something that you can do as a structured note. And also some people do indexed annuities where it totally eliminates the downside – but again, you're giving a trade-off where you're only going to get so much on the upside. But yeah. I can kind of go through some of these if you'd like, like the, uh, well, the no, index me, annuity. Well, let, let's yeah, please go ahead. Go ahead with the index annuity and, and talk about liquidity too. What yeah, are the, so yeah, there, that's a good point. Le, yeah, the liquidity they have. Whenever you go into an index annuity, um, there's usually a ninety-nine percent of the time there is a surrender charge, and they can go anywhere from five to seven. I've seen them way longer than that before, but the ones that we've used for clients are only five to seven years, and it'll totally eliminate the downside the downside exposure. So you can have one index that is applied, right? One index, like we usually do the S&P 500. So if the market goes down, then you don't lose any money. But when the market goes up, for instance, one of the carriers, one of the companies we use, it, it will go up to 10%, but you're capped at that 10%. Mm -hmm. So let's say if you put in 100,000, and you want to go into something like you're one of these older people, right? Not necessarily mm -hmm. younger people, but somebody older in retirement. They don't want to go backwards. They would go in potentially as an investment choice into an index annuity. They will not lose money. Um, so long as they don't take out 10% per year, we, you mentioned liquidity. Right, so usually right. these annuities, they allow 10% withdrawal per year. Oh, right so, off the bat? And again, yeah. Oh, okay. That's, okay. You know, this is just, again, one investment option right. out of the tons of investment options there are out there. But so the index annuity, say if the market hits up 15% in one year, mm -hmm. it's capped at 10. So that 100000 goes to 110000 and that 110000 becomes the new floor. So the new mm -hmm. floor mm -hmm. where they cannot lose any more than 110000 The market goes back down the next year say 30%, 50%, it doesn't matter. They're still locked in mm -hmm. for that next year at 110000 So we're now we're talking about an insurance company that's calculating the odds of the Standard & Poor's uh, or the or the in, the index going up or down. And yes. so they're, they're guaranteeing that your uh, principal won't decrease beyond a certain amount. And then they're saying you have the upside of, of say, 10%, for instance, mm -hmm. and then then if if the market doubles over a year, which would be pretty unlikely, uh, but if it goes up 15%, that's, I think I totally understand that. Mm. Now, now, what you said that did, that does surprise me is that there is the, uh, the, uh, again, you know, I'm sure these are all custom and they're, they're, you know, written products, but like if you had to, you could take out 10% in a given year and uh, yes. rather than being tied up for seven years or something like that. That's right. And, you, yeah, you can withdraw usually within most. Now, this is just one annuity we, we're talking about, right? There are many different kinds of annuities. Index annuities you cannot lose your principal on unless you take out more than your surrender charge allows, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then an immediate annuity is something that you can create that an insurance company can create. All of annuities are created by insurance companies. And, by the way, insurance companies are the – the largest buyer of bonds in the world. And 
insurance companies are state regulated. They're actually mm-hmm. higher. Reg- there's more regulation on a lot of these products than there are even going into individual stocks. So one of the things about insurance companies, and we may kind of think, well, we got you know the ins- the evil insurance company. Well. And you don't hear about them a lot in the news, the insurance companies. But the you don't hear is, about them going bankrupt, do you? Like that's the right. regional banks. That's what I was saying. Right. You you don't hear about you don't hear bad news because their job is to stably manage huge billions and billions of dollars, maybe even trillions of assets, in in a in a really stable way. And and they really do a good job. I, do. I don't recall they, an insurance company. In, I, right. I just don't recall it ever. Right. Uh, you know, well, you know, I guess in the financial crisis, 2007, 2008. Yeah, maybe, maybe one, and then they came in and got bailed out. But yeah, it's the, the insurance companies, they manage their cash flow extremely well. They know how much cash outflow they're, they're going to have, and they buy these bonds, and they have actuarials. So they buy a lot of stock options, and they, they know how to make it work, right? Give us a call. Call Kevin at 281-558-5738. Ask us a question, and we'll be back on the other side of the break. There are three things you need to know when choosing a financial advisor. Number one, experience. Number two, credentials. And number three, judgment ability. I have over 27 years experience in the industry. I am a chartered retirement planning counselor, CRPC, and an MBA. Although past performance doesn't guarantee future results, we can show you that we've delivered results that double the S&P 500. Don't hesitate. Call us at 877-KEVIN-7 or visit us on our website, K-E-V-I-N-S, the number 7.com. 15-year-old boy is killed on American soil. Turns out some of the killers were MS-13 gang members that Beijing Biden and the Democrat Party released into the United States. At the same time, Democrats are trying to take away your right of self-defense. This is how Democrats protect Americans. I think we should oppose them on this. Somebody should tell the Republicans. We will. Coming up on the Chris Salcedo Show. See you at 7 after Lance on AM 700 KSEB, the voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Welcome back. This is John Henry, and I'm here with Kevin Coogley on Kevin's new show, quote, Your Finances, unquote. I put the quote in because Your Finances is the name of the show. We were talking about uh, annuities. We we were really talking about what is in a deferred plan. What is in a, a an IRA? What is in a four hundred one k or a four hundred three b? And probably the 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 you know gold standard or the or the base base of what's in a four hundred one k is the Standard and Poor's five hundred. Uh, there are people out there who say. Just put your money in a standard and poor's five in the in the standard and poor's five hundred fund, the SPX as it were, and and you're good. 
I'm not sure you're good if you do that, but but I, I will I will say one thing. A a person who was a really really good investor, I was talking to him. We were talking about the market. It was down. Market was mm-hmm. down, and I was going, "Oh, the market's down." And he said, and he pulled up a chart of the uh, S and P 500 from like 1980 to present, and he showed it to me, and it was a line from the lower left to the upper right. Mm -hmm. And he said, what part of this chart don't you understand? And, you know, the point he was making was over time, it goes up. Patience is a virtue. It's like it represents the whole of the U.S. economy, all the, not the whole, but, you know, just the largest capitalization weight. And there may be, there may be people out there who are, who say, I don't want to be in the stock market. My father lost all his money in the stock market. I don't want to be in the stock market. What, what, you know, we want to accommodate what people want and everything, yep. but what would you say to someone who has a dogmatic view of what should be in a retirement account? Yeah, it's, it's tough because, you know, you've got this risk we spoke of, which is inflation risk. And going back again to the financial plan, it will show them unless they do something, you can't just sit in an account, a bank account, and get 1.2% or put it under your mattress because that inflation risk will eat you alive. And we show that, I show that on, uh, to people on Zoom calls. We show it, look, if you weren't ever exposed to stocks, look what it does to your financial plan. And inflation you know, it, it eats people alive at 3%, but now what, we've had 7 8%, 9% the last couple of years? So, yeah, it's, it's, there's a balance, and just, to, you know, one step at a time, do a baby step like Dave Ramsey says. You can do it in, into the markets as well, but you need to take that first step, and, you know, it's, uh, there are ways to minimize. We just mentioned one a moment ago, which is an indexed annuity. There are ways to get in to have exposure on the upside. But uh, the, the more exposure, the, the, the more you control your floor or bottom, the, the m- less upside potential that you have. There's actually these structured notes mm-hmm. that I mentioned earlier actually have this is uh, probably new to people out there. A lot of people have probably not heard of structured notes, but they're, created by an investment bank like a Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, Bank of America, and they will create it. They can actually put them in the form of a CD, so they're FDIC insured. Now, whenever you add that on, it's going to really minimize your upside participation, but it totally guarantees the downside, so you can't lose money whenever it says FDIC on it, right? Kevin Coogley is an MBA and retirement advisor. You can contact him at 1-877-KEVINS7 or 877-538-4677 or go to his website at kevins7.com. That's K-E-V-I-N-S-7.com. In the view of the Standard & Poor's 500 in an, in an IRA, uh, a lot of people, by the way, don't realize the S&P 500, the Standard & Poor's 500 largest by market capitalization, market capitalization 
means the value of a company. And we hit some mm -hmm. trillion dollar companies like Apple and Google. Mm -hmm. Their market value is over a trillion dollars. We had just another one last week that reached over a trillion. That in, would be NVIDIA. NVIDIA, yes. yes. NVIDIA yeah. skyrocketed because of AI, right? That is one of the main chip companies that provides uh, artificial intelligence. And so the S&P 500 is not equally weighted. The larger companies like Google, Apple, and now NVIDIA are going to have a higher weight. So a lot of people don't know that about the S&P 500. You can that has advantages and it has disadvantages, right? So again, you know, when you have a 403B, 401k, your employer retirement plan, that is always a, a starting point. But then as you, you know, go on in your investment life over your accumulation period, then you'll want to look at other alternatives that could potentially even enhance your return, right? One of the some of the recent news, and of course this is not a stock market show, but the recent talk on business news has been that the uh, S and P five hundred, which is capitalization weighted, mm -hmm. is running ahead of the equal weighted S and P five hundred, and so the talk is what we need to see is you know for the market to move yeah. higher right now and of yep. course we're not talking about right now we're talking over the long term but right. we want to see more breadth more breadth in the market yes. that's right that's right it's really only these big mostly these big tech companies that are again driving the market up so which is not a very good sign for what they call technical analysis technical analysis and fundamental analysis are two main kinds of analysis when looking at stocks that you want to see more breadth. You want to see more companies earning and and doing well. Now, actually, the uh, the S and P five hundred. I just got this quote right or the uh, right in front of me here. Seventy nine percent of S and P five hundred companies, and over ninety five seventy nine percent of S and P five hundred companies have outperformed or have beaten their earnings, which is fantastic. They beat their earnings estimate. So 79%, pretty good. They beat their earnings estimate, but we don't see the breadth, as you mentioned, of the stock prices going up uh, through all of those 500 companies. It's only, you know, a certain portion of those companies. We, we are still coming out of COVID. In other words, there are, there are companies who, who's, whose results have been uh, decreased by COVID, and so peop so the companies are... Uh, you know they're coming back. You know they are they are beating earnings and the the game that is played. And if you watch CNBC, here comes the company's earnings, and and we already know what we think yeah. they're going to be. So there there are sites that are like earningswhispers.com, yeah. et cetera, that'll say, well, we think Nvidia is going to for have say two dollars in earnings, and Nvidia comes out. Whoop, we had five dollars in earnings, and and the stock goes up eighty oh, yeah. points in 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 one day. I, we actually own one of the Kevin Seven, which, you know, there's a lot of things that come in that number seven. We have seven financial planning steps. Dave Ramsey has seven baby steps. We have seven stocks that we invest in people, and one of them is NVIDIA. We saw, saw a lot of people at the end of last year trying to get rid of NVIDIA, and we held on to it. So it's been a fantastic performer with us. And, uh, yeah, it was it was tough in December, as a lot of people know who own stocks or maybe look at their 401k statement in January. But, uh, 
again, patience over a long period of time will deliver you results. That, that's where um, having a financial advisor can really help because things did look very, very dark in December. Tesla was down. Mm. Apple might have been at 112. Uh, NVIDIA might have, it might have been 110. I oh, think yeah. it, it was, might. It was getting killed last year. That's right. Yeah. It, it, it was, uh, and then of course, so, you know, those big three uh, are, and then Amazon and Google, they were all down. Yep. And, it, in it, you know, I've seen frequently where at the end of the year, you will have uh, people selling uh, to create tax losses. And for that reason, I remember December mm. 18 was, December 2018 was absolutely brutal. Mm. And so it's, of course, if you're in an IRA, you don't sell for tax losses. There, you know, there are no tax yep. losses. Uh, well, you, you intrigued me a little bit about the seven steps to, to financial retirement. And here we have seven minutes. <laughs> I, I don't think, I don't think we'll, we'll get to those today, but, but uh, you can call Kevin at one eight seven seven kevin s 7 kevin 7 or this is the numbers, is easier for me, 877-538-4677, or go to Kevin's website at kevins7.com, and you can actually sign up for a, a free consultation yes. over the phone or by Zoom, excuse my voice, and, and get started with Kevin. Or even without talking to Kevin, there's, there's a, a, a button on the site where you can uh, fill out some information. Yeah, and, you can start and, a financial plan. That's right. Yeah. And then when you, when you talk to Kevin, he'll have something to work with that you've put in. Yeah, it's uh, again, financial planning is the cornerstone of what we do, and it's a way for people to be able to see what they have. And it's it doesn't hurt to give us a call or um, my assistant. If you want to call right now, she'll answer. She'll put you on my calendar, and you can take a we can take a look at it. It's just another set of eyes. We can look at your four hundred one k, four hundred three b, pension plans, anything that you would like to discuss. Just uh, you know. You heard, just remind me, you heard us on KSEV, KSEV 700 AM, and uh, we'll do that for you for, for free. You know, there used to be an advertising campaign where it said, what is your retirement number? And then, uh, then they had this yellow arrow, and then someone would be carrying a sign that said $2,895,482. <laughs> and when I saw that, I went, oh, my God, you know, $2 million, I have... I have about 87K. <laughs> so how, you know, uh, what I didn't think at the time, I, you know, it, it, it kind of put me off. It kind of put me off retirement planning because I thought, well, I'd never be able to retire because it, mm. it's like it would be a goal that would be just, you know, from 80,000 to 2.8 million. Here I am, 48. Mm. Well, you know, how am I going to get there? And, and now one thing I didn't consider was the value of a social security payment uh when you know can you help people see the the big picture in retirement and how with their uh with their uh you know payments and re uh, required minimum distributions how they really may not be as far away from that kind of goal as they think yeah, it's, it's all displayed. After somebody, we onboard somebody, and they have 
all of the inputs that, that go into what we call the profile section. So they, they we, and I walk through this with people, right, who are new to it. I just, people who are techie and liked, you know, putting stuff in the computer, they can go in on, and, and complete it on their own. But I usually walk through this with people on the phone or on a Zoom call. And so they, they fill out the profile and we see how much they're making, how much they're spending, how much they're saving, and what they currently have in their net worth section in their investments. And again, it's real time because it's linked to all of the accounts. And then it forecasts that into the future so that we can see on a chart what their assets grow to over time. And we can make real-time changes on that financial plan so that, yeah, maybe if you could increase your 401k or your retirement plan, if you could increase it from 15% to, say, 20%, you can see potentially big differences. And that's what the beauty of seeing that financial plan. We print it out, you know, email it to the customer, too, so they always have it on file. And then, yeah, they can look at it and say, well, this is, you know, maybe I do need to go ahead and can start increase my retirement plan contribution by another 5%. So it's very helpful. And again, if there's anything that people ever learn from this show or are encouraged to do, hope it's the doing a financial plan, right? Kevin, thank you. Uh, this is John Henry. And this is Your Finances with Kevin Coogley. Kevin's, Kevin's phone number is 1-877-KEVINS7 or 877-538-4677. Join us next week when we'll continue visiting about Thanks personal finances. With Kevin Seven. If you have a question for Kevin during the week, you can give him a call at 877-Kevin7. Or you can email him at K-E-V-I-N-S, the number 7.com. And tune in again next Sunday at 1 o'clock for your finances with Kevin Seven. Right here on KSEV. Kevin Coogley is a registered representative with securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision.